succession and something which will help elevate myself in my own spiritual consciousness and may be helpful to you all. So first and foremost, thank you all for coming um, in on Sunday morning, getting up from your beds and uh, wanting to be present personally in the temple room. Because the process of listening is like this. It's called Upan Nishat, which means come here, sit down, and listen. It can be sitting down at home in front of a YouTube, but it's more powerful to be present in the temple. So thank you all for coming. I also, uh, before beginning, seek your blessings so that um, I don't have realizations, but um, I might speak out of my realizations, you know, outside the boundary of my realizations, which means over my realizations. So I seek. Um, Forgiveness in advance for speaking anything which I have not realized yet, but still I am speaking up. So we'll, we are reading from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, verses Adi Lila, the glories of Lord Nityananda Balram, chapter, this is chapter 5, and verses 226 to 235, which will conclude this chapter. So we'll, I'll read all the verses up till 2.34 and then 2.35 we all can read together. In between there is a long purport which also I'll read or I'll ask one of you to read. Seya paradhe tatra tara nahi ka nishtara ghora nara kete pade ki bali baara Seya paradhe by that offense most beautiful Lordship Shri Shri Radha Landanishwar Bhagwan Ki Jai Shri Shri Gaur Natar Bhagwan Ki Jai 
जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा महारानी की तुलसी महारानी की अनंत कोटि वैष्णव बिंद की अपराधे बाय दैट ऑफेंस तार हिज नाहिका देर इज नॉट निस्तार डिलीवरेंस घोर टेरिबल नरकेते इन हेलिश कंडीशन पदे फॉल्स डाउन की बलीब वॉट विल आई से आर मोड एज सुन एज आई सॉरी टू डू द ट्रांसलेशन देर वॉज एन ऑटोमेटिक मोड एवरी वन सॉरी टू रिपीट आफ्टर मी इज इन डिड यू रियलाइज दैट आई डेट से दैट विल रीड द लास्ट फर्स्ट टूगेदर बट दिस ऑटोमेटिक मोड इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू गेट इट बट दिस वन वॉज अ गुड हैबिट वॉज अ गुड ऑटोमेटिक translation for that offense he cannot be liberated rather he will fall into a terrible hellish condition what more should i say purport in his bhakti rasamrita bhakti sandarbha jiva goswami has stated that those who are actually very serious about devotional service do not differentiate between the form of the lord of form of the lord made of clay metal stone or wood and the original form of the lord in the material world a person and his photograph picture or statue are different but the statue of lord krishna and krishna himself the supreme personality of godhead are not different because the lord is absolute when we call stone wood and metal are energies of the supreme lord and energies are never separate from the energetic as we have several times explained no one can separate the sunshine energy from the energetic sun therefore material energy may appear separate from the lord but transcendentally it is not different from the lord the lord can appear anywhere and everywhere because his diverse energies are distributed everywhere like sunshine we should therefore understand whatever we see to be the energy of the supreme lord and should not differentiate between the lord and his archer form made from clay metal wood or paint even if one has not developed this consciousness one should accept it theoretically from the instructions of the spiritual master and should worship the archa murti or the form of the lord in the temple as not different from the lord the padma purana specifically mentions that anyone who thinks the form of the lord in the temple to be made of wood stone or metal is certainly in a hellish condition impersonalists are against the worship of the lord's form in the temple and there is even a group of people who pass as hindus but condemn such worship their so called acceptance of the vedas has no meaning for all the acharyas even the impersonalist shankracharya have recommended the worship of the transcendental form of the lord impersonalists like shankaracharya recommend the worship of five forms known as pancha upasana which include lord vishnu vaishnavas however worship the forms of lord vishnu in his varied manifestations such as radha krishna lakshmi narayan sita ram and rukmini krishna mayavadis admit that the worship of the lord's form is required in the beginning but they think that in the end everything is impersonal therefore since they are ultimately against worship of the lord's form lord shri chaitanya mahaprabhu has described them as offenders shrimad bhagavatam has condemned those who think the body to be the self 
एज भौम इज्जी श्रीमद भागवतम हैज कंडेम दोज हुिंक द बॉडी टू बी द सेल्फ एज भौम इज्जी भौम मीन्स अर्थ एंड इज्जी मीन्स वर्शिपर देर आर टू काइंड ऑफ भौम इज्जी दोज हु वर्शिप द लैंड ऑफ देयर बर्थ सच एज द नेशनलिस्ट who make many sacrifices for the motherland and those who condemn the worship of the form of the lord one should not worship the planet earth or land of his birth nor should one condemn the form of the lord which is manifested in the metal or wood for our facility material things are also energy of the supreme lord हे नाये गोविंद प्रभु पाई नु यन्हाते तान्हर चरण कृपा के पार वर्णिते हे ना दस ये गोविंद दिस लॉर्ड गोविंद प्रभो मास्टर पाई नो आई गॉड यान्हाते फ्रॉम होम तान्हरा हिज चरण कृपा मसी ऑफ द लोटस फीट के पारे इज एबल वर्णित टू डिस्क्राइब ट्रांसलेशन देर फोर हू कैन डिस्क्राइब द मर्सी ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ लॉर्ड नित्यानंद बाय हूम आई हैव अटेन द शेल्टर ऑफ दिस लॉर्ड गोविंद वृंदावन वैसे वैष्णव मंडल कृष्ण नाम पारायण परम मंगल वृंदावने इन वृंदावन वैसे देरा यता ऑल वैष्णव मंडल ग्रुप्स ऑफ डिवोटीज कृष्ण नाम परायण एडिक्टेड टू द नेम ऑफ लॉर्ड कृष्ण परम मंगल ऑल ऑस्पेशियस ट्रांसलेशन ऑल द ग्रुप्स ऑफ वैष्णवास हु लिव इन वृंदावन आर एब्सॉर्ब इन चैंटिंग द ऑल ऑस्पेशियस नेम्स ऑफ कृष्ण प्राणधान नित्यानंद श्री चैतन्य राधा कृष्ण भक्ति विने नाही जाने अन्याधन लाइफ एंड सोल नित्यानंद श्री चैतन्य लॉर्ड नित्यानंद एंड श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु राधा कृष्ण टू कृष्ण एंड श्रीमती राधा रानी भक्ति डिवोशनल सर्विस विनय एक्सेप्ट नाही जाने अन्य डू नॉट नो एनीथिंग एल्स ट्रांसलेशन लॉर्ड चैतन्य एंड लॉर्ड नित्यानंद आर द लाइफ एंड सोल ऑफ दोज वैष्णवर्स हु डू नॉट नो एनीथिंग बट डिवोशनल सर्विस टू श्री राधा एंड कृष्ण से वैष्णवेरा पाद रेणु तंद्र पाद छाया अधा मेरे दिल प्रभु नित्यानंद दया से वैष्णवेरे ऑफ ऑल दोज वैष्णवास पादरेणु द डस्ट ऑफ द फीट तार देर पाद छाया द शेड ऑफ द फीट अधमेरे अंटू दिस पॉलन सोल दील गे प्रभु नित्यानंद दया द मर्सी ऑफ लॉर्ड नित्यानंद प्रभु ट्रांसलेशन द डस्ट एंड शेड ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ वैष्णवास हैव बीन ग्रांटेड टू दिस पॉलन सोल by the mercy of lord nityananda tanha sarva labhya haya prabhu ravachana se sutra e tara kailavi varana tanha at that place sarva everything labhya obtainable haya is prabhu of lord of the lord vachana the word se sutra that synopsis ai this 
Vikaram is Kaila Vivaranam has been described. Translation again by His Divine Grace Shri Prabhupada. Lord Nityananda said, In Vrindavan all things are possible. Lord Nityananda said, In Vrindavan all things are possible. Here I have explained his brief statement in detail. By this, um, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami means in this chapter or last few verses. He's explained his, his, his brief statement in detail. 232. Se saba all this painu got ami I Vrindavane to Vrindavan Aya coming Se saba all this Labhya obtainable A this Prabhura Kripaya by the mercy of Lord Nityananda. Translation I have attained all this by coming to Vrindavan and this was made possible by the mercy of Lord Nityananda. Purport by his divine Prabhupada. All the inhabitants of Vrindavan are Vaishnavas. They are all auspicious because somehow or other they always chant the holy name of Krishna. Even though some of them do not strictly follow the rules and regulations of devotional service, on the whole they are devotees of Krishna and chant his name directly or indirectly, purposely or without purpose. Even when they pass on the street, they are fortunate enough to exchange the greetings by saying the name of Radha or Krishna. Thus, directly or indirectly, they are auspicious. The present city of Vrindavan has been established by the Gaudiya Vaishnavas since the six Goswamis went there and directed the construction of their different temples. Of all the temples in Vrindavan, 90% belong to Gaudiya Vaishnav sect. The followers of of the teachings of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda. And the seven temples are very famous. The inhabitants of Vrindavan do not know anything but the worship of Radha and Krishna. In recent years, some unscrupulous so-called priests known as caste Goswamis or I'll say a term called Jata Goswamis. I'll finish. Yes. Yes. You are saying very nicely, can you keep the speed bit slow? Speed bit slow. Is everyone finding the same problem? Okay. We are going very fast. Everyone finding the same problem? No? Yes? No? Okay. So I'll slow down a little bit. Thank you. the subject Yes. Yes. Thank you. The pre... In recent years, some unscrupulous so-called priests known as caste Goswamis have introduced the worship of demigods privately, but no genuine and rigid Vaishnavas participate in this. Those who are serious about the Vaishnav method of devotional activities do not take part in such worship of demigods. The Gaudiya Vaishnavas never differentiate between Radha Krishna and Lord Chaitanya. They say that since Lord Chaitanya is a combined form of Radha Krishna, he is not different from Radha and Krishna. But some misled people try to prove that they are greatly elevated by saying 
that they like to chant the holy name of Lord Gaura instead of the names of Radha and Krishna. Thus they purposely differentiate between Lord Chaitanya and Radha Krishna. According to them, the system of Nadia Nagari, which they have recently invented in their fertile brains, is the worship of Gaura, Lord Chaitanya. But they do not like to worship Radha and Krishna. They put forward the argument that since Lord Chaitanya himself appeared as Radha and Krishna combined, there is no necessity of worshipping Radha and Krishna. Such differentiation by so-called devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is considered disruptive by pure devotees. Anyone who differentiates between Radha Krishna and Gauranga is to be considered a plaything in the hands of Maya. There are others who are against the worship of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, thinking him mundane. But any sect that differentiates between Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Radha Krishna, either by worshipping Radha Krishna as distinct from Lord Chaitanya or by worshipping Lord Chaitanya but not Radha Krishna, is in the group of Prakrita Sahajiyas. Shri Shila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, the author of Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita, predicts in verses 225 and 226 that in future, those who manufacture imaginary methods of worship will gradually give up the worship of Radha Krishna and although they will call themselves devotees of Lord Chaitanya, they will also give up the worship of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and fall down into material activities. For the real worshippers of Lord Chaitanya, the ultimate goal of life is to worship Shri, Shri, Radha and Krishna. Apanara kathaliki nirlajahaiya nityananda gune lekhaya unmata kariya Apanara person Katha description, Likhi, I write, Nirlajahaya, being shameless, Nityananda Gune, the attributes of Nityananda, Lekhaya, cause to write, Unmattakariya, making like a madman, translation, I have described my own story without reservations, the attributes of Lord Nityananda making me like a madman, force me to write these things. Nityananda Prabhura Guna Mahima Apara Sahasrava Sesha Nahi Paya Yandra Nityananda Prabhura of Lord Nityananda Guna Mahima Glories of Transcendental Attributes Apara Unfathomable Sahasrava in thousands of mouths Sesha Ultimate End Nahi does not Paya get Yandra Us Translation, the glories of Lord Nityananda, transcendental attributes are unfathomable. Even Lord Sesha with his thousands of mouths cannot find their limit. And then we come to the last verse of today which we all can recite together. Shri Rupa Raghunata Pade Yara Asa Shri Rupa Raghunata Pade Yara Asa 
चैतन्य चरिता मृता का हे कृष्णा दास श्री रूप रघुनाथ पद यार चैतन्य चरिता मृता का हे कृष्णा दास श्री रूप रघुनाथ पद यार चैतन्य चरिता मृता का हे कृष्णा दास Translation by His Divine Grace, Sri Bhakti Vidhan Shri Prabhupada. Praying at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Raghunath, always desiring their mercy, I, Krishna Das, narrate Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, following in their footsteps. Presents the Bhakti Vidhanta Purpose to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Lila 5th chapter describing the glories of Lord Nityananda Balram. ओमज्ञानतिमिरंधस्यज्ञानांजनाशलाकाया श्रीरूपाग्रजाताजीवेतमितिजनाशैतन्यदेवी 
So now, what happens is Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami is living with his brother, and uh, you know his brother he doesn't uh, respect so much Meenaketan Ramdas because Meenaketan Ramdas is a devout, staunch lover and follower of Sri Nityananda Prabhu. So Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj's brother, he has this altercation with Krishna Das Kaviraj. Goswami Maharaj, saying that, you know, I don't think much highly of Meenaketan Ramdas or Lord Nityanand Prabhu. To this, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj becomes very angry and upset. He said that, how can you distinguish between Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda? They are inseparable. You can't accept one and not accept other. You know, just like you can't accept Krishna. Uh, you, you can accept Krishna and you cannot accept Balram. It's not possible. So he says, it is best you become atheist. That is, you completely don't believe in any. But it is even worse to not believe in one and believe in other. So he becomes very angry and he chastises his brother. And then, in his dream, in the night, you know, when he is sleeping, he's gone to another village. I think it's... Jatipura, something mentioned in Chaitanya in the previous verses. So, Nityanand Prabhu comes in his dream in a very, very beautiful form, his original form, with all his opulence, you know, he, and uh, this vision, and this is all described in previous verses. This vision comes to Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj. He sees the entire opulence of Lord Nityanand Prabhu and he pays obeisances. And Lord Nityananda Prabhu is very pleased with Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj because of his chastising his brother, because his brother didn't believe completely. And so Lord Nityananda Prabhu say, tells him that in Vrindavan all things are possible. We read that, right? In Vrindavan all things are possible. So you go to Vrindavan. So he went to Vrindavan, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj, and he is very, very grateful to Lord Nityananda. He starts to write Sri Chaitanya Chaitamrita, and he is telling that by the mercy of Lord Nityananda, I have got Sri Madana Mohan. So that's the first deity that any aspiring devotee should worship, is Lord Madan Mohan, because that deity is the prime need of a devotee to remove lust from the heart. Without, you know, subduing lust, I, I won't say completely eliminate, deities can do that also, but you know, generally it's completely subdued. Without subduing lust, you can't start the worship of Govinda, which is the second deity we have in our Sampradaya. So, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj is saying that I came to Vrindavan because of mercy of Lord Nityananda and Nityanand, Lord Nityananda Prabhu's mercy is so unlimited that even the Shesha can constantly sing of his glories but he will never end his glories. And he gave me Madan Mohan and he gave me Govinda. In the process of speaking about that Lord Nityananda gave me Madan Mohan, he is telling that even in Brahma Loka, Lord Brahma is worshipping this deity Madan Mohan by using 18 syllable mantra which was there in the previous verses. 
I won't tell the mantra. But Prabhupada says in the purport that one should chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra loudly, meaning Japa, and one can also chant this 18 syllable mantra from the Brahma Loka recited by Lord Brahma and all his followers. You can chant that mantra silently after you have done your sadhana. There is not much stress. So Brahmaji is also worshipping the deity and so Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami Maharaj says who is such a fool who will make a distinction between a deity and the original supreme personality of Godhead. So you, we have the most beautiful lordships here, Shishi Radhar and Nanisha. They are directly Krishna. They are not stones or metal or anything. They are directly Krishna. We have Prabhupada here. Prabhupada here is directly Prabhupada. His deity here is directly Prabhupada. We will, I'll present to you some evidences. But the point here is, okay, so, as I said in the beginning of the class, I might say certain things which are beyond my realization, but they are from the Shastra. So, can someone answer this question? Was, is deity worship eternally present or was it introduced? Is deity worship eternally present or was it introduced? Eternal. It's eternal? Yes. How many people say eternal? And how many? Seven. Thank you. These are honest people. I like these people, you know. They put their hand for one view. There are some who put their hand for other view and there are some who don't put their hand. <laughs> so, how many people uh, believe that it was introduced? One, two, three, four, five, six people, seven. So, seven, seven. That's equal balance. <laughs> how many people don't believe in either of those things? Hands up. No one. But I, only 14 people in the, in the class today? No, there are many more people. So there are undecided people here. Okay, so let me, let me give you... Um, the proper thing. In the 6th, 7th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, when Prahlad Maharaj pastimes finishes, so almost all of the seventh canto is Prahlad Maharaj. After Prahlad Maharaj pastime finishes, Yudhishthir Maharaj is more inquisitive and is asking questions about what is a perfect society of Brahmanas, Kshatriyas and Grihasthas. Brahmanas, mainly Brahmanas, sorry, what, are, what is the perfect spiritual society of Sanyasis, Brahmanas and Grihasthas? Sanyasis, Brahmanas and Grihasthas. And in that in that, uh, it's also, you know, Narad Muni then personally gives instructions. Just like Bhishma there for 55 days spoke uh, to all the leaders of the world, specifically Yudhishthir Maharaj, the principles of Dharma. Here Narad Muni, who is the topmost Acharya of the Brahma Sampradaya, he is speaking directly as to what is a, uh, instruct, what are instructions for civilized human beings what are instructions for Grihasthas? What are instructions for Sannyasis? So in this, in, in these set of instructions, there is a very specific verse. You'll have to bear with me. 
I forgot the beginning of the verse. This is the problem with the memory. If you forgot one, forget one word, the beginning, then you can't remember the whole verse. And this verse is very relevant to pujaris. How many of you here have ever done any pujari service? Pujari service doesn't mean just deities of Radha, Krishna or Jagan. It also means Srila Prabhupada deities. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Now oh, I remember this verse. Now this is said to said by Narad Muni directly to Yudhishthir Maharaj. He says, Drishvate Sammithoni Nam Abhajanana Atmanam Nipa Tretadishu Hare Raja Kriyaye Kavivikrita This is Canto 7, Chapter 14, Verse number 39. Canto 7, Verse Chapter 14, Verse number 39. See what Narad Muni is saying. My dear King, when great sages and saintly persons saw mutually disrespectful dealings at the beginning of Treta Yuga. At the beginning of Treta Yuga, deity worship in the temple was introduced with all paraphernalia. So when was it introduced? Treta, treta, at the beginning of Treta Yuga. When did it become prominent? In Dwapar Yuga. Dwapar Yuga, the process of perfection was deity worship alone. But it was not introduced in Dwapar Yuga. It was introduced at the beginning of beginning of Treta Yuga. Why was it introduced? <laughs> when the sages, great sages and saintly persons saw mutually disrespectful dealings at the beginning of Treta Yuga. So as the Yugas as the Yugas progress, what happens? There is mental instability you know the disrespect between Vaishnavas increase you know they think oh I am better you are better like that so there is disrespectfulness increases as the yuga progresses there is hypocrisy increases mental stability growth goes down and there are other problems so from Satyug to Kalyuga these are the symptoms so when Satyug pass in Satyuga everyone is peaceful because everyone has Krishna realizes Krishna in the heart or they want to realize Krishna in the heart. So there was no need of Archavigraha worship because Krishna was directly present for most of them. Then came Treta Yuga. There was disturbance, increase in the mind. The great sages saw that the Brahmanas are disrespecting each other. In Kalyuga that is very prominent, right? The Brahmanas have to have distinct opinions. If you say something, then I'll have to say something which will enhance that or my opinion will be different than you. People who do PhDs, they will know. They have to critique every other PhD guy and then they have to create their own thesis. So Bhaktisthan Sarasri Thakur says that, uh, I heard recently from my Guru Maharaj that Bhaktisthan Sarasri Thakur says that this fame and distinction, distinction is very key. This comes to devotees who start learning, who start progressing in spiritual path. They want to be distinct. You know, how am I different from this devotee? What is my special contribution? What is my special service that no one else does? How I am so much different to others? You know, this subtle desire is in the heart to specialize. 
so how many people here have this desire to specialize i will be different you know i will be special to some i will have some small mutation and this like this i'll be very different to this person and therefore my service will be very much appreciated so expansion of i me and mine concept so that differentiation bhaktisan sri thakur says fame and differentiation is uh, like the stool of the boar so you know boar is already a filthy animal and then his stool is further bad so so that's the worst distinction and desire for fame yes ma'am every association is important to krishna yes every special and everybody's even if it's simple it's absolutely beautiful yes so it's all very very important definitely all 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 devotees yeah. are important for krishna yeah okay so so we have we so yeah this so it was introduced at the beginning of treta yoga deity worship in the temple was introduced so what's the benefit of the deity worship why did they introduce deity worship when there were disagreements because they have another conversation than before So they need to see what is life of a pujari they are constantly thinking what will what will look good on krishna what will they eat what should i cook for krishna what bangles what necklace what what should i buy for krishna that is so powerful that is so very powerful one should never underestimate a pujari people they go i do book distribution i do harinam sankirtan so you know this is given by chaitanya mahaprabhu to be topmost and so you know uh, you can give up some pujari hours and go out on streets if there is a constant battle like battle like this right and i was doing some pujari service i know sundarnita prabhu would come are prabhu finish your vessels quickly you need to come on book distribution and then he would also ask other pujaris to you know relieve so so one should not disrespect pujaris here the pujari system was introduced the deity worship actually deity worship is eternal let me tell you but the temple form of deity worship was introduced the deity worship itself is eternal but in satyug there was no such need but as the yugas progress there is an extreme need so one of the benefits immediate benefits your mind becomes extremely focused and peaceful and if your mind is running everywhere then uh, immediately there is a reaction when you are being a pujari specifically in all temples i have heard this from the pujaris who do the service you know sometimes someone ends up chopping their hand if they are thinking bad about other devotee if they are having arguments with other devotee some, someone even slips breaks their head krishna doesn't entertain krishna is very immediate so if krishna if he is not the original person why these reactions come for deities it proves that actually the deity is the same original krishna directly every deity that you see they are not made up of wood stone or clay they are the supreme lord directly so so you know so pujari service 
uh, is very very powerful service and i'll give you an example that will you will understand how powerful it is you will understand or you can you will be able to relate that oh my god you know instead of in spite of this how a, a proper pujari service can change the whole context can change the whole world similarly the deity of prabhupad is directly prabhupad if you pray to the deity of prabhupad prabhupad is listening directly and there are many examples i have seen in the history of iskon movement the very first uh, time devotees asked me to speak i gave this example i am giving this again there was one devotee there is one devotee who worshiped prabhupad for many many years staunchly he never failed every saturday morning where we would struggle in our beginning days to come to the temple he would always be there saturday morning changing prabhupad's clothes dressing prabhupad and prabhupad looked immaculate he looked perfect when this devotee dressed him you know everything was pakka when he did he served prabhupad without fail for many many years and you know his son was born on prabhupad's appearance day this is how prabhupad reciprocates he didn't ask anything from prabhupad but naturally his son was born on prabhupad's appearance and uh, you know the devotees i don't want to name him but he's amazing devotee i saw i was very in my beginning stages you know i didn't understand so much of deity worship but i saw that every saturday this peaceful man comes he is extremely peaceful in his mind very pleasant never never shouts comes to the temple peacefully and quietly does prabhupad worship dresses prabhupad nicely and then does guru puja with great enthusiasm normally he is very quiet but when he is doing guru his hands are beating rhythmically like you never seen before he is also contemporary of dhanand maharaj so from those times is dhanand maharaj so uh, so this is one example i know other devotees i have heard who were praying to prabhupad samadhi in mayapur and uh, they want they had financial issues or whatever problems and immediately you know they were sent a ticket or you know they were given an opportunity to fly out to the west and here they wanted to do more harina so praying to prabhupad is not ordinary praying to krishna is not ordinary in bhagavatam the word bhagwan is not just used for krishna do you know that in bhagavatam the word bhagwan is used for narad muni the word bhagwan is used for lord shiva also the word bhagwan is used for other potent personalities to depict their surrender to the supreme lord and when the supreme lord blesses them then the devotee has qualities fully manifest to the degree that supreme lord has given them and so they have been referred to as bhagwan so narad muni could see past present and future like the supreme lord he has similar powers to understand the devotees and therefore in uh, one of the places rafa narad muni says titikshit ishwara swayam that he was tolerating daksha even though he was ishwara swayam even though he was the controller himself and he was fully capable of reversing daksha prajapati's curse that you can't wait anywhere for more than 30 minutes he was fully capable of counter cursing him stopping his curse yet so he was ishwar yet he was doing titiksha which means tolerating so even the narad muni is fully capable of doing this but still he tolerated so narad muni is referred to as bhagwan shivji is referred to as bhagwan because when the poison came out from the ocean 
Supreme Lord has a desire. He said, please reach out to Lord Shiva. And Lord Shiva, you know, he is a Grihastha. And those people who are a Grihastha will understand that Grihasthas sometimes have to ask, not sometimes, almost 100 percent, they have to ask their wives, can I do this? <laughs> if the wife has an issue, <laughs> then there is a bigger issue. But the hope of a, of a Grihastha is, you know, they generally there will be approval. So Shivji also asked his wife, and there is this poison, all the world is, you know, they are getting troubled. This is the poison. And immediately Mother Parvati said, you know, oh, I trust you, you can do this. You can drink poison, nothing will happen to you. And so, Shivji says a very beautiful verse. He says, Pumsam Kripyato Bhadre Sarvatma Priyate Hari Prite Harao Bhagvati Priye Ahamsa Chara Charam Tasmaridam Garam Bhunje Prajanam Swastir Astume So he says that those people who always selflessly do good to others, those people who Pumsam Kripyato Bhadre O Bhadre, O Parvati, O Auspicious One, those people who always do good to others, they please the Supreme Lord Hari. They please the Supreme Lord Hari. Selfless people are very difficult to find, right? People who are without motive are extremely difficult to find. People generally have some motive. Some or other motive they will have. Rarely you will find people who will want to help others because they think, I want to please the Supreme Lord. So this is the problem that devotees, as devotees, we will all, we should all become agenda free. We should also think that what will please the Supreme Lord. Let me do that. Let me do good to others so that it will please the Supreme Lord. So he says those people, Shivji says those people who are constantly doing good to others, Lord Hari is extremely pleased with them. And when Lord Hari is pleased, I am also pleased. And along with me, sachara acharam. Those things which are moving, non-moving, everything is pleased. So, tasmadidam garam bhunje. So, let me just bring this poison immediately. Because by this, everyone will be happy. This will be act of goodness which will please Supreme Lord. So, even if this is a poison, I should drink it immediately. Why? Prajanam swastir astume. For the benefit of the praja, for the benefit of everyone, even though this is poison, I should take it. And further to this, Shukdev Goswami says a very beautiful point that Tapyante Loka Tapena Sadhavo Prayashojana That sadhus, they will always burn themselves. They will exert themselves. Why? For the benefit of the others. Tapyante Loka Tapena Sadhavo Prayashojana Param Aradhanam Tadi That this method of worship is the topmost. Which method of worship? Is to put others first. This is what is a prime quality of sadhu. They burn themselves, they undergo austerities, they go tapasya, so that others might be benefited in Krishna consciousness. This is one of the qualities of a sadhu. Then that, and they say that this method of worship is the topmost method of worship of the Supreme Lord. That means, I am not saying that the book distributors are Top and pujaris are low because I am going to give you an example of how pujaris are really in the heart of the Supreme Lord. 
There is no comparison actually. It's very foolish to compare devotees or services. It is very, very low and foolish to compare. Example I'll give you is when Indra had actually uh, was banished from the Swarglok in 8th canto. In Indra and all the demigods, they were thrown away by Bali Maharaj. With the power of service to the Brahmanas and Vaishnavas, Bali Maharaj became very powerful. So powerful that Indra went to his guru, Bhriyaspati said, what do I do? This Bali Maharaj, he is refulging, he is glowing, his, his uh, power looks unlimited, what do I do? Bhriyaspati said, you can't do anything, nor can I, nor can Brahma, nor can Shiva. And I'll tell you, nor can Supreme Lord do anything. That was very powerful and bewildering too. Better for you is disappear from here. Just go invisible. So all the demigods, they went invisible. And they couldn't be seen anywhere. Bali Maharaj came to the planet Swargaloka and he saw that everything was empty. No demigods. He came with weapons. And there was no one to fight. He was like, oh my god, what is this? You know, Indra always gave me a good fight. I can't see them. And they, they were all there. They were just invisible. Some of them became pots and like that. They were just, you know, hiding from the demons. So from long time they were very miserable. And Mother Aditi, the mother of the demigod, she became very, very unhappy. So my child, you know, if a mother has many sons, even though she may love one first son, second son more, but if one son is under difficulty, then the consciousness is in the difficulty situation. That, oh, this son doesn't have enough to eat or this son is in problem, like that. But Adit, Mother Aditi's all sons were in troubles and all kinds of troubles. So she was so much in anxiety, so much in distress. She couldn't sleep, she couldn't eat. And her husband, Kashyapamuni, he had gone away to do austerities for a very long time. He hadn't returned. So when he returned, she beg, uh, he saw her condition. And then immediately she asked him that, look, uh, my sons are very distressed and uh, you need to help me. Tell me the solution. You are a great Muni. Kashyapa Muni is a great Muni. He said, you know everything. Lord Brahma has directly instructed you. You tell me the solution. And trust me, Kashyapa Muni was coming from deep meditation on the Lord. Very deeply connected meditation on the Lord. When you come from Vrindavan, very, very absorbed, and then you come home and then your boss calls or some devotee calls and then they start complaining this and that. Your meditation is broken. And you think, where am I? After this heavy dose of injection of absorption in Krishna, suddenly you feel, oh, where am I? I have to respond to my boss. I have to go send emails. I have to do my daily work. Oh my God. Why have I come back here? <laughs> so that meditation so... Kashyapa Muni completely purified. He was in this deep state of absorption and as soon as he comes home, he sees his wife is very disoriented and then wife starts to complain. And then she says, you tell me, give me the solution to my problem. And very frustrated, he says, evam abhyatitova ditya kahatam ahasmayan eva. He smiled, smayan, eva. He smiled slightly. And then he was also... Aho Maya Balam Vishnu, look at the Maya of Vishnu, how powerful it is. Sneha Bandham Idam Jagat, that everyone is attached in this Sneha, everyone is attached in this Moha, illusion 
of son and mother because he is coming from a complete purified state of being soul. Now he is coming and he is seeing a mother is crying for the children. So he is saying, complaining to himself, he is smiling also, he is reflecting that oh my god I am back. In this Sneha Jagat where this happens if you are absorbing completely in Krishna then suddenly even your friends call up your mother, call up your brother, call up, oh my god, why did they call me up? I was just in Krishna consciousness, he was broken. So he was very unhappy and then he is uh, saying that oh, then he says Upatishtasvapurusham Bhagvantam Janardana, he says just worship the Supreme Lord in irritation, right? In your meditation is broken, you only see Krishna everywhere and suddenly someone in interrupts, you know what's the best because you were in that state of best. You, and then he says Upatishtasvapurusham, just worship the Supreme Lord, huh? Bhagvantam Janardanam, he is the one who is seated in everyone's heart. Sarva Bhuta Guha Vasam Vasudevam Jagat Gurum. You are coming to me thinking that I am your Guru, I am your husband, I will provide you. But actually Supreme Lord is the Guru. He is the Jagat Guru. Why don't you go and worship the Supreme Lord if you are distressed? Why are you coming to me and breaking you know, my, my deep state of consciousness? But then he also has compassion because it is his duty, responsibility. Then he tells his wife that... Um, that whatever calm you have, whatever desires you have, Hari Dina Nukampanaha, Hari, he is very, very compassionate to poor fallen souls or people who are in distress. Hmm? He says this, Savidhasyatite Kaman, Hari Dina Nukampanaha, Amoga Bhagavatir Bhakti, the Bhakti of the Supreme Lord is Amogha. Which means the one whose results never fail. Get the point? This is said by husband of Aditi, Kashyapamuni to Aditi. He says, the devotional service of Supreme Lord is Amogha. It never fails. Amogha Bhagava Bhakti Na Itarati Matir Mama And there is no other opinion that I have to give to you. <laughs> this is one thing he said. Are, why don't you worship Supreme Lord? There is no other way. If you worship the Supreme Lord, the results are tangible and there is no way it can fail. There are many things which will fail in this world. But the worship of the Supreme Lord never, ever, ever fails. There are many Pujaris in our temple. They have prayed and to the Supreme Lord because they have served Supreme Lord so nicely. And whatever they have prayed has come true. If I start saying, giving the examples, there will be unlimited examples of our, our own deities of Shri Radha, Landanishwar, Jagannath, Baldev, Subhadra. So, he says this, and Aditi, and then he gives Payobrat Vrata to his wife. He tells the signs of how to do Payobrat Vrata. And in this Vrata, he is constantly asking her to meditate on the Supreme Lord, worship the Supreme Lord, form of the Supreme Lord, Archa, form of the Supreme Lord the deity form of the Supreme Lord. And he, uh, after giving all the paraphernalia, he says, this instruction was given to me directly by my own grandfather, Brahma. And I have told you as it is now. You have to follow this. And you follow this with concentrated mind and Niyatatma Bhajata Avyayam. With system and regulation, with purity you follow. You have to purify yourself by constantly chanting. So she constantly chanted, served 
did DT worship with the Supreme Lord very strictly and after some time the Supreme Lord personally appeared and when uh, Supreme Lord personally appeared Aditi was overwhelmed she couldn't speak she choked up this is a general thing which happens with every devotee Prithu Maharaj same she choked up and uh, finally she managed to speak to the Lord and when she was speaking to the Lord uh, Lord and she told him that you know you are the only source of relieving the distress you know my distress please relieve my distress and Supreme Lord says that I know exactly what your problems are you desire that your sons be back to their original situation and you desire that the wives of the demons are all dead wives of these demons are all dead I know your heart's desire and the Supreme Lord says this is a very interesting verse the Supreme Lord says that Prayo Adhunate Nath Prayo Adhunate Yutha Asura Yutha Natha Aparaniya Iti Memati He says that you want all the chieftains of these Asuras to be dead but actually they are invincible at this point in time. This is Supreme Lord to Aditi who did extreme austerities worship the deities very nicely and the first thing the Supreme Lord comes and says is this that they are invincible why? because yatte anukuleshvara vipragupta they are protected by vipras by the brahmanas by proper worship and Prabhupada writes in the purport that Krishna doesn't interfere if the brahmanas are giving protection to certain devotees and the devotees are very dutiful Krishna doesn't interfere how many of you have, have realized that once you serve Vaishnavas properly everything in your life is smooth have you seen this? you are simple, sincere and you are serving the devotees you know without making lot of fanfare you simply serve the devotees everything in your life is peaceful and smooth why? because of the good blessings of the Vaishnavas good blessings of devotees then you may do something here and there by mistake or even by intent Krishna doesn't interfere much because Krishna knows that he is under the protection of my devotees he will be rectified in the due course of time oh, and you know if still things are not happening Krishna can move things so he says this to Aditi first thing after he is told Aditi I know what you want but then immediately says but actually this is too difficult Na Vikramas Tatra Sukham Dadati that if we if I were to use power against Vali Maharaj which means fight him off or the Brahmanas there will be no Sukham Na Sukham Na Vikramahata Sukham Dadati there will be no happiness because we will not be able to do it so Aditi listen you know how will Aditi feel that immediately Lord has come and he said okay he can't do much for me but immediately then Krishna says, the Supreme Lord says, Athapi Upayo Mamadevi Chintaya. So he is saying, therefore I have been thinking of a solution to your problem. I have been thinking of a way out. Supreme Lord is thinking for Aditi. Why? Why will Supreme Lord think for someone? What is the need for Supreme Lord to think for someone? 
he says the situation is very difficult even for me but still krishna is saying athapi mama devi upayo mama devi chinar thinking of this solution i'm thinking of a solution for you why santoshitasya vratacharyayate because you have satisfied me by following the vrata charyaya means properly you have followed the vrata of payograthi you have properly done the payograthi vrata that's why you have pleased me and then he says one line which is which will give so much strength to anyone who is doing deity worship so much strength and i read this line i do, even though i don't do deity worship so i was thinking wow this is so amazing and krishna says maam archanam archana is worshiping the supreme lord maam archanam na arhati gantum anyatha that anyone who has done my archana properly my worship properly to them the results will have to come na arhati gantum the gati the destination will always come there will be no failure of the results to come and this is exactly the same thing kashyap muni said before aditi did payograta that please worship the supreme lord with bhagavat vidhi of course and um, and supreme lord is also saying the same thing why why it will not fail because you did you have done it with shraddha shraddhanu rupa falahetu katvat because you did it with faith with clarity of the heart with purity of your heart therefore the results will never fail but in even within pujaris one has to be careful so here krishna in the seventh canto narad muni to yudhishthir maharaj says tato archayam harin kechit samshraddhaya saparyaya upasata upastapi na arthada purusham visham Sometimes a neophyte devotee offers all the paraphernalia for worshiping the Lord, and he factually worships the Lord as the deity. So he is offering everything, and he says that yes, deity is actually the same supreme Lord. He is of that understanding. But what happens? But because he is envious to the authorized devotees of Lord Vishnu, the Lord is never satisfied with his devotional service. Get it? If you are on the altar. and if you have ill feelings for any other devotee then our effectiveness of our worship is less because it's not pleasing to the supreme lord a devotee is one who has no ill feelings for anyone for anyone what to speak of going on the altar if you're going on the altar you should not cultivate ill feelings even if they come to your mind for any vaishnav you should not cultivating oh that vaishnav is always criticizing oh that vaishnav is always bhaktisan saraswati thakur is telling about uh, news you know we, we like to hear news right i also hear news you know just understanding world affairs but understanding world affairs is different to news of someone suffering within the community and we enjoying some people just want news oh what happened to that devotee and then they want to inquire more and then they relish the rasa just by hearing suffering of someone else that is just going to spoil your spiritual life so even in pujari department when we go to worship the deities we have a good opportunity to to make devotees friends to intermingle with devotees 
but sometimes devotee go there and then they you know say oh did you know what happened there in mayapur during the kirtan this happened and that happened and kind of a gossip or kind of starts there you know because you have had now deep friendship it just starts it just happens very naturally you have to understand it will not please krishna it's, it's written so it's authentic it's mentioned in shrimad bhagavatam directly coming so never criticize never be anxious specifically if you are a pujari and when you do the worship nicely krishna says that your worship can never go in vain it's not possible he says even though the situation was so difficult extremely difficult because brahmanas were protecting bali maharaj bharaspati the guru of the demigods told that there is no way out of the situation until is the bali maharaj offends his own guru there is no way you are stuck in the whole situation nothing can happen you can't uh, again take the kingdom back and supreme lord also says the same thing yet supreme lord says because you have satisfied me i will still go and do something for you and then came vamandev and vamandev tricked bali maharaj vamandev actually you know he just wanted to help and and bali maharaj also didn't get completely tricked but you know there is another session needed but the whole idea is important to understand the supreme lord did upaya hmm? in another place it is when mohini murti was to come it is written in bhagavatam sarva upaya vit ishvara supreme lord is called to be one who is having all upayas or all solutions you know he can change situations for you if you are in trouble you can always pray to supreme lord he will have some upay for you he will have some solution he will have some way out for you साक्षी गोपाल the problem is we are not purified so we are not able to talk to supreme lord many devotees have worshiped the devote uh, deities you know deities come in their dreams they sometimes tell tell the uh, pujaris what is happening what is not happening similarly prabhupad deities they are not just made up of stone or clay praying to supreme lord specifically through the acharya is the most powerful so praying to prabhupad is very very powerful you know that's why we do offerings to prabhupad every year you know on the on the day after janmashtami and his birthday we do offerings because prabhupad is listening the deities are as as it is you know they will always and then one should never criticize a vaishnava or not think of a vaishnava about his past oh in the past he was this guy i know him like this one should always take vaishnavas in positive light whatever their past may be they should be taken in a proper light one should focus on their present and future it's very important never discuss their past with anyone kalindi kidhar ja rahi hai beta kalindi aap khud se ja sakti ho okay tu bahar khade ra ha tu bahar khade na wo khud se sorry about the disruption so um, and then here we have also mentioned about prakrita sahaj as in the purport i am just going slightly over time because we started little late 
Is that okay? In further purport, you know, there is mentioned in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita that uh, those people who worship Radha Krishna and then they reject Gauranga Mahaprabhu. This one class of devotees. Other class of devotees, they worship only Gauranga Mahaprabhu. And then they say, oh, if he is combined Radha Krishna, what's the point of worshipping two? I'll worship one. Right? Less, less flowers to offer, less agarbattis to do, lazy people. But, you know, this is another category of people. They don't want to worship Radha Krishna. But Gauranga Mahaprabhu's instructions are what? His instructions are worship Radha Krishna. So if you are a Gaudiya Vaishnava, you must worship Radha Krishna. You can also worship Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu, but not in separation. You should understand that Gauranga Mahaprabhu is Radha Krishna. That does that therefore there is no need to separately worship Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu. So the worship should not be in separation. So both these classes of people, Prabhupada calls them Prakrita Sahajiyas. Sahajiya, anyone know what's the meaning of a Sahajiya? Sahajiya? Yes, yes, please. Someone who just chants and does kirtan, but they don't read the philosophy. And yeah. Just the extended practices. Okay. Good, wonderful. Yeah, the, it's implied in what Prabhu said. It means people who take things too easily. They will hear about Krishna, Radha's pastime and they will think that oh, this is a boy and girl pastime. So they will imitate that principle. You know, they will also do boy and girl. Like that there are 13 Sampradayas, 13 lines of knowledge which are corrupted that came after 250 years after Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left. And when Prabhupada was mentioning about these 13 Apsampradayas, he said, I'll need 13 hours to describe them, one hour for each. So I will not speak about all of them, but I'll speak about two or three of them. Well, he was focusing on Jata Goswamis or Kasta Goswamis, which we just read in the Purpat. And Prabhupada was very heavy against those Kasta Goswamis because they did extreme harm. What, what, is, what is a Kasta Goswami or a Jata Goswami? You have heard, heard of Kasta Brahmanas or Smartha Brahmanas, right? It's very common we hear that in Iskon Smartha Brahmanas, Kasta Brahmanas. But there is also a class called Kasta Goswami. And Prabhupada also first wanted to focus on them. The Kasta Goswamis are the people who say that we are Goswamis by birth. And Prabhupada mentions that even within Iskon, any Grihastha, we never call them Goswami. How can you be a Goswami when you have entered the Gyasta Ashram? You know, generally when people enter Gyasta Ashram for license for having enjoyment. Right? Maybe the devotees are very pure. Maybe the devotees are not enjoying their Gyasta Ashram. Maybe they are ash- taking it as an Ashram and they are serving the devotees. Yet, we don't call them Goswamis. Anyone who is married is not called a Goswami. But in these caste Goswami system, there are married people who will be called as Goswamis. Just by birth, they will be called Goswami Maharaj. In Iskon, only sannyasis are called Swamis or Goswamis. Because they have actually given up completely. Caste Goswami system or Jata Goswami system, it started many years ago when a contemporary of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he started to take instructions from six Goswamis of Vrindavan. And then because he was unqualified to worship, 
in the deity room in the temple some of the gaudiya vaishnavas will help him to worship in the temple over a period of time you know his sons they took over and they you know they were very envious of gaudiya vaishnavas then at one point in time when gaudiya vaishnavas were worshiping the deities in the temple they burned their houses completely and so all the gaudiya vaishnavas left they stopped you know deity worship and so this this person he took charge of the all the worship of the whole temple then his sons they didn't criticize this bad act of this goswami they just let it follow you know they they didn't criticize anything and then one of the sons he says that my seven sons only people coming in his line will be called goswami maharaj and they will be the only people who will be able to give initiation and this is how this clan of uh, goswami skas goswami started and uh, there are some prominent temples in vindavan which is under uh, under their these clans as prabhupad mentioned it's over 90% is done in vindavan you will find temples of gaudiya vaishnavas because chetana charita chetana mahaprabhu discovered everything but these skas goswamis are also there they are prominent and then they you know by birth they become goswami maharaj even though they might not have any qualities another one is smarta brahmanas or caste brahmanas so smarta brahmanas why smarta brahmanas what's the problem with smarta brahmanas what is their mentality they are because they are born yes but for them the main distinction is what is our basic instruction always remember krishna never forget krishna but their basic instruction is always remember rules and regulations and you may forget krishna so they will be pakka they will be pakka in their dealings you know rules they will follow 200% remembering krishna that is a doubtful case if someone is a devotee of krishna they make small mistake or they will catch the mistake first they will catch the mistake because their eyes are very sharp and they lose the essence of the whole thing these are called smarta brahmanas i was in one very perplexing situation a year and a half year ago when a very sincere devotee of the lord from our temple who would always serve in the temple he suddenly died very young man before covid just before covid very young man and he was serving here in the temple very sweet boy you know very young 22 23 year old he before death he had signed that i am happy to give my kidneys after my death signed he said that to nhs you know nhs they go to schools and universities and they tell how important it is organ donation is important and they get you signed up so this boy also i don't know out of what sentiment maybe knowingly maybe unknowingly he signed it up of course he didn't know that he might die so soon so it is that the question came up and because i was interacting with the hospital staff hospital staff said look you know he signed it up he wanted to donate his organs and then the devotees they said oh you can't do this it's not written in scriptures you know you're not allowed to give your organs after death i'm not against nhs organ donation or anyone i'm just saying the situation so don't don't quote me out of context so there was a big problem amongst the devotees 
there were parties and there were groups one devotee group saying no you should not do this you will be very sinful man how can you take a decision which is anti the soul you know it's not written in scripture it's and then there are other groups of devotees who are saying that look you know the person has an independent choice he has made his choice why do you want to intervene in the choices and in between was me <laughs> from the two sides and i had to hear from both the sides and i had to consult many devotees also and it was a very perplexing situation in that perplexing situation i ran all the way from the hospital to our dtc rather than in ishwar and at 9 o'clock before they sleep i was just praying to them that please give me guidance i don't have guidance you need to tell me what to do here <laughs> because both are quoting scriptures both are creating problems and then i consulted my mentor and my mentor told me that some of these people are smartha mentality they have smartha mentality they will follow the rules and regulations but they will not get their sense you know and then at that point when he said that things started to become very clear in my head then i could understand why some people were of certain views and why some people were certain other views so even within devotee communities those people are very learned they become very attached to scriptures very very attached to scriptures and it's a very good thing to be very honest but in this whole thing they don't understand application of the scriptures because application is one thing and learning reciting roting you know memorizing scriptures is another thing having too much knowledge you know brings lot of problems if you don't know you will just follow right but having too much knowledge will bring another problem but we should get transcendental knowledge which means the spiritual knowledge from the books we should get but when we getting those knowledge we should also learn that's why prabhupad instituted the system of devotional service come to the temple be humble be humble serve the devotees because that's when your knowledge sharp the blade of knowledge is sharpened properly otherwise it has aberrations you know if you have a knife which has aberrations and you're trying to cut a bread the bread doesn't cut properly and sticks into the bread you think oh my god this is such a messy messy knife but if you have a proper knife and you start cutting the bread properly the nice wonderful slices come out so with that i would like to stop and uh, I, although there are many of sampradayas 13 of them aula baula there are so many sami samis also have a temple i think around the time of prabhupada they have a temple in london and there there and then there are sahaj prakratiyas who will imitate the supreme lord's pastime they will say oh we can enjoy with ladies we can enjoy we can do this you know prabhupada gives many examples lord shiva you know he drank poison you also drink poison before taking charas and you know ganja and drugs and all those things and krishna lifted govardhan hill why don't you lift govardhan hill first so prabhupada gave many examples like this but this class of people will always be there who take everything very cheaply and very easily you know to understand krishna those people who understand krishna they give up their lives everything and dedicate themselves to krishna and krishna says that you have to understand all you have to understand all the philosophy systematically up to the point of 9th and 10th canto prabhupada says this also many people i don't know how many at least i'm guilty of many people skip immediately 3rd and 5th cantos you know why because there is creation pastimes of the lord how many people do this third fifth canto second canto as soon as you know that i am spread everywhere from me comes this mountains from me comes this 
uh, land and you know the the moon is orbiting on this trajectory at 24 degrees you know there is this <laughs> and then how many people then just fall asleep yeah because it's not interesting let me tell you unfortunately we will not be able to understand krishna if we don't understand those things small things they are but they are extremely important we want to only understand about krishna and speak to about krishna but we don't want to understand any of the incarnations of krishna properly vamande varadev vamande when he comes he speaks about varadev he speaks about hiranyakashipu he speaks how he himself was thinking at those times in the incarnation of vamande vamande is speaking how he was thinking when he came as a boar when he came as uh he uh, singed dev how he was fearful of hiranyaksh how he was appreciating his thought he himself is saying only two people can tell about the thoughts of the supreme lord lord himself and the acharyas like prabhupada sanatan goswami rup goswami so these people tell you the thoughts of the supreme lord but if you don't understand the creation pastime of the supreme lord how many planets how the planets are structured what what is their location I asked a very stupid question to my mentor many times ago, because in Bhagavatam it is said uh, there are four Chaturvyuha expansions, right? Sankarsha, Anirudha, Pradyumna, and Vasudev. Or Vasudev, yeah, Sankarsha, no, Vasudev. What is the order? Anyone remember? Vasudev is the first one. Vasudev, Sankarsha, Anirudha, Pradyumna. I asked him why this sequence? Why Vasudev first? Why Sankarsha next? Anirudha and Pradyumna. I said, it's a stupid question, right? You think it's a stupid question? No. Do you know the answer to the question? No. <laughs> he he just pacified me. He told me when you go back to the spiritual world, you will see them in this order. It is <laughs> <laughs> that for the moment it satisfied me. It's, it's a fact. You know, you have to go through all the layers, seven egos, the seven layers. mind intelligence fire ego and then you go to the uh, other realms which are the river vaitarni you have to cross and then you have to go through higher spirit higher uh, material kingdoms you know swar you pass by swarg loka you pass up to mahar loka and then um, brahma loka and then you have proper vaitarni river which you have to cross with the help of a cow and then start spiritual words and you will see whatever you want to see there also so the plane comes and takes you in a sequence so maybe my mentor you know he's right you know maybe he said the perfect thing but the question is you have to understand everything in bhagavatam small big ask questions be simple if you don't understand listen but ask questions the more you develop this habit of asking questions to yourself and to others that is the sign of growing intelligence that can be utilized for krishna hmm? so understanding krishna's pastimes are really important but here you know krishna das kadras goswami brother maharaj his brother didn't understand nityanand prabhu had he been meticulous he would have immediately understood that nityanand prabhu is none other than <coughs> supreme god so therefore it's important to study small minor details you know in bhagavatam sometimes written it's in the lower planetary systems there are uh, floors made up of gems and rubies and uh, i was re- reading recently uh, there is trikuta mountain wherein the, there is a milk ocean which flows and the river bed is made up of gems 
and then you go on top of Trikutamak and then in the pastime of Gajendra Maharaj. Before the Gajendra Maharaj pastime begins, there is description of this Trikuta mountain. Very, very beautiful. So much meditative that whoever is lover of Supreme Lord and nature and Gopas and Gopis, they will be able to get stuck in this reading. One full chapter dedicated to it. You know, and I was thinking, why they are describing this so much? And then the Gajendra Maharaj pastime happens. And then, at the end, the blessing is given that whoever in the morning decides Gajendra Maharaj pastimes or learns about this Trikuta mountain and the environment, they will become spiritually advanced. So Bhagavatam is very deep, it's very connected. It's only a matter of reading slowly and properly. And if you read, and there is no rush, you, you know, people think, oh, I want to know Krishna. I want to know Krishna. Come to the temple, worship the Supreme Lord, beg him, beg Prabhupada, and Krishna will be revealed. And Prabhupada has said, read my books systematically from beginning to end. And if you read introduction of Srimad Bhagavatam, Prabhupada has made a promise. He said that anyone who reads Srimad Bhagavatam systematically from beginning to end without jumping, will be a liberated person. I said, oh my God, what a deal. This is like the most fantastic super saver deal you've got. Right? You can't have this deal. Some Anyone wants to become a liberated person here? Liberated person. What, what we are getting now, just by reading Srimad Bhagavatam, all you have to do is systematically, slowly, just keep reading day after day, keep chopping off your, chipping some portions of Bhagavatam every day. This is a fantastic deal. I thought this back in 2011 and, and I've been super slow. Maybe I've been too lazy to read actually. That's the fact. I should I should understand. That if you read systematically and slowly, this is Prabhupada's guarantee. You will become liberated person. Can we all try that? Read Srimad Bhagavatam. Chaitanya Charitamrita. So okay, with that I'll stop. Do we have two, three minutes for any questions? No? Okay, so we don't have any time for questions. So we are serving the One small thing. Were the organs donated? Sorry. Yeah, we did about the organs. Oh, okay. Of course. I might not be able to answer your question. You are free to ask your question. If yeah, okay. Go on. I was just asking were the organs donated. Yeah, what was the question? Yeah, the exam you gave. Yeah, yeah. So what final decision the organs were donated? Decision was not mine. Decision was of that Prabhu. He chose to donate his organs and I couldn't obstruct. And his families also, they gave consent. So they donated the organs. But it's bad or good is a matter of your research. Scriptures have certain views on this. And, um, and it's a long topic, Mataji. I can't get into this now. Because we have already over time. Yeah, yeah I can tell you. Chila Prabhupada ki, Ananta Koti Vaishnav Vrind ki, Sita Gaur Premanande. Let's play some Sharkam ki.